Welcome everybody to yeah. the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 155 for November 2nd, 2021. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. What's up? It's Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? October went by way too quick. Can we just start October again? It's kind of crazy that it's November already. Mm-hmm. I see people putting Christmas decorations up, Christmas hey. lights, there's a Christmas stuff in stores. It's crazy. It's that time. Um, yes, it is. <clears throat> Thank you for watching. If you're watching and if you're watching or listening, that's the only way you'll know that I said that. Um, but if you're watching live, it is uh, eight o'clock Eastern time PM right now, five o'clock Pacific time. And feel free to comment. Let us know where you're from and say hello. And we will uh, acknowledge you. If you're listening on the audio podcast, you know, by now, hopefully, if not, you can watch this podcast on YouTube Go to the Cover Band Central YouTube channel and hit subscribe. The link is in the description here of this broadcast here for anybody that's watching. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's where all yeah. the archives of these uh, past shows have been and future shows will be. And if you're watching in the Cover Band Central group right now and you want to comment, make sure you click the link that lets StreamYard show your name. But definitely come in and say hello. And yeah, otherwise, you'll just be Facebook user. Right, Facebook user. That's it. Yeah, and we are aren't we all Facebook users except for Tony? Yes, I say not all, but most. Right, I got to turn the volume up here. There's always a few in the bunch, Steve. You know. Right. Just don't want to do it. So what's happening? What's going on? What's new and exciting in Steve? Um, uh, there's some things. Keith is in uh, Mobile. What's up, Keith? From the mailman. Mailman. He's he's sending in the mail. Yeah. <clears throat> Facebook user is in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So it's a great show. Love it. Excellent. And we just got started and he already loves it. He or yeah, she. Just imagine what's gonna be like in five it. minutes from now. No, crazy. Um, I had a pretty cool weekend. I went out Saturday night to celebrate Halloween. I went out to the quarter and went to see my friends in the band Rockbox. I got cool. dressed up and I got up and I on stage and I played about eight or nine songs in a row. Um, what were you dressed up as? I was dressed as Michael Myers uh, from Halloween. Okay. Um, one of my favorites, easy costume to to wear, and uh, I, I'm gonna have to show you this thing that I did too. Mechanics jumpsuit and a mask. They braided rock. Yeah. What's the only the- problem with that that costume is that mask is very hot. Yeah. What tunes did you jam? Ah, uh, gosh. Here I go again. White Snake, um, Living on a Prayer, and You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi, uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me, Death Leopard, Walk This Way by Aerosmith, um, Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin, Highway to Hell by ACDC, and I can't remember the rest. It's a pretty decent amount of tunes, though. Good selection, yeah. good variety right there. Yeah, it was packed. Uh, in quarter Halloween is always packed, and they yeah. were just, I, you know, Robert, God bless him, he's uh, is the bass player of that band, and he always lets me come up. But he just let me go. He's like, You want to keep playing? I was like, Yeah, sure. I was having a great time. Um, and he had a he has a great like, he he really works hard on his sound and his bass and stuff, and it's just a pleasure to play. Pork Tornadoes, the whole band is here. 
says sup my dudes <laughs> yeah what's up tornadoes it's probably mike schulte but we yeah. love the pork tornadoes they're one of the best out there check them out if you have not already marianne's here says hey guys she's in ireland um <clears throat> but so yeah i had a great time going out it's only a second time i've really been out since my COVID experience and mm -hmm. uh <clears throat> you know it was cool got to yeah. hang out with some friends and stuff so that's only the second time you've been out, but the first time you were out was when you gigged, right? Yes, that yeah. is correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how you uh, feeling? Good? Ready to I go? I feel pretty good. I'm, I'm a little off right now because I, I, I've been having like some sort of nerve damage or something in my lower back. And it's it's very, very painful and it's, it's hard to sleep. So I was up like yesterday was, today's Tuesday, yesterday was Monday. I, I slept good, really good Sunday night. And then uh, was up Monday all day and working on stuff. And then I just could not go to sleep. So I was up, up, up until this morning, probably until about 11 a.m. this morning was when I finally got to sleep. Wow. So, so I'm, my, my schedule is all wacky. So I'm going to have to, after this show, I'm going to watch the rest of the World Series and I'm going to go to sleep and see if I can get back into a normal thing. Uh, Greg's in SoCal. He's here every week. Yep. What's up? <clears throat> Facebook user asked me how I'm feeling and if I'm wearing a mask in public and on stage. Um, I'm feeling very good, um, but I'm I'm definitely wearing a mask in public if I go out to the store and stuff like that. And But on stage, I had a Halloween mask on. I did not have a medical mask on. So I don't know if that counts. You I didn't put one over the Michael Myers mask? No, but that would have been funny. I should have thought of that. Yeah, it would been good. I should have thought of that. Um, and so the thing I've been working on, and I meant to tell you this before the show, but we didn't have time. Uh, but I've been, did I tell you about the reels thing last week? No. Okay. Being a cover band central is a big deal, apparently, in, in the Facebook world. They invited me to do uh, this program with reels. Reels are short video clips. Um, they're kind of like the TikTok videos. Uh, you familiar with TikTok? Yep. Okay. And Reels started kind of on Instagram, and now they're on Facebook. And Facebook invited me to do this thing for 30 days. And there's a monetary uh, reward for views based on amounts of views. So I started doing them last week on Thursday, I'd say. I started doing them. And I'm going to... Got, I got to show you a couple of them, and I'm going to see if I can get those up. Let's see what you got. Says, thank you, Steve and Tony. So I'm going to say, I don't know if I can get this with the audio. So I got to, I got to see if I can do this with the audio because, and these are, uh, I, I'm only going to show you a couple. I've done about 10 of them and it's, it's an opportunity really to be creative, I would say. So, all right. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting some you ideas know, what, here. What's that? Paul just said we didn't get any call to help. You're right on that, Paul. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to show you. And let me make sure. I, I believe you'll be able to hear this. Hey, look at this. This is like a an alternate universe. <laughs> look at that. It's like Watch yourselves. Alternate universe. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to have to scroll back here. Sorry, this is going to take a minute. Or two. Or five. Yeah. This is uh 
my buddy Neil, who passed away a couple of years ago, was his birthday today. Uh-huh. Neil Casal from Chris Robinson Brotherhood, and and uh, I should have done this before I went and shared the screen. All right, hang on. See that now? They've got the good-looking guys back on to satisfy the audience while Steve scrolls through, searching hey for the elusive reels. Hey now! I wish there was a way on the on the desktop to just access the reels, but there isn't. Facebook needs to kind of get and there. You have together. it, dude. Present <clears throat> that as part of your reel. Got this great idea. Well, Facebook needs to be consistent uh, with. Uh, Don't we all the, need to be with, consistent, Steve? Yes, but the way it, with the way it operates on the app and the way it operates on desktop, that you know that they're not the same, and they really should be mm. should be exactly the same. Exactly, man. Somebody get Zuckerberg on the phone. Consistency, man. It's what we all strive for in life. Yes. All right. So I have to see. I'm doing so excellent. many. I'm doing so many posts a day that it's it takes a minute for me to scroll all the way. Thousands. Back. Well, not thousands, but I'm doing like 24, 25 posts a day. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot of work to to really kind of put it all together. But all right. So it should be coming up here. All right. So this is from Halloween Eve. Okay. And this is the reel that I did, and it is really kind of very silly, but I'm going to show you because you like silly and I like silly, I think. I like silly stuff. All right, here you go. This is as silly as it gets. What do you think? Good stuff. Okay. That's silly fun. stuff. That's from Halloween. And then the one I did today is not silly, uh, but it is it is helpful, hopefully, to to musicians. So here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait. See if I could start this from the beginning. Okay, here we go. And you'll appreciate this, I think, Tony. Because I, 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 I put a lot of work into this. It took a long time for me to put this together. And it's okay. 21 seconds long, but here you go. Okay. Way to count in Led Zeppelin's rock and roll. The drums. All right, let's start again. Here's the proper way to count in Led Zeppelin's rock and roll. The drums come in on the end of three, and the band comes in on the one. Pay attention up here, because it goes by quick. Excellent, Steve. I yes. do appreciate that. However, the band comes in on the E of one. No, it's right on the one. Did you see the little metronome? It is, but if you listen to the, the record. That's the record. His downbeat of the kick drum, there's no guitar. There's no nothing with him. The last phrase, he goes, da, 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 boom. Boom, right. boom, it's on the upbeat. Boom, all right, let's listen again. Here's the proper way to count in Led Zeppelin's rock and roll. Just listen for the one. Listen if you hear kick drum by itself. 
I'm sorry. What'd you say? Just listen on the downbeat of the one when the song starts. See if if you just hear the kick drum and then the guitar's on the upbeat. Comes in on the one. Pay attention up here because it goes by quick. See, I'm hearing the bass right on the one. Yes, bass is on the one. Boom, but guitar's on the uh, on the upbeat. Okay. I only know that because every band I've ever played in, they everyone tries to anticipate that thing and come in on the one. Because once you, you know, the great part about that is when you watch it on the screen, and great job dissecting that, but when you count it in that way, as soon as you start getting into the rhythm, a lot of guys just get lost as to where they where did you start again. Like they think you started, like you said, in a different spot than on the, you know. Right, right. It's 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 very yeah. It's very tricky because when people listen to that song, they think that Bonham is coming in on a downbeat, and it but it's actually on the upbeat. It's a the right. three and the yes. and of three. So it's one and, and two hear, and, and three you and. Hear, when you hear it with the click in the background, you hear the 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 old kind of Johnny B. Good shuffle that he's you know he's playing. Right, exactly. That's what he kind of got it from. Yeah. Um, so so those are the little things that I've been doing. These little reels. Um, and, uh, and you have to do a one a day. I don't have to do anything in particular. I, I could do 10 a day if I want, okay. or I could, I could do none. I mean, it depends. I mean, how, how successful I am with this will depend on how many, how many I do and how well they do, you know, how, uh, so I've been kind of studying up on reels. Reels are more like an Instagram, TikTok kind of thing, kind of more of a young person's game. So, um, I've been, I sat last night when I wasn't able to sleep and I was just watching reels for like a couple hours and they're really, um, they're, they're good. Uh, uh, there's people that are do are doing really well with them. Um, but it's, it's a different way of making media than I'm used to. So I'm still kind of learning it. Um, but I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to have fun doing it anyway. Um, that's the key, uh, man. Have fun doing Facebook it. Facebook user. Um, nice. um, and uh, Stephen said, uh, "Hey, Steve, saw the video of Rockbox cover. He's covering for Sunny. Wear the mask again, yeah, for Christmas. Yeah. There you right. go. Yeah, I'll come in as Santa Claus. How about that? Come in as Michael Claus. <clears throat> right. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Um, all right. So that's what I've been doing, and I've been." You know, just really kind of working on CBC. I have everything scheduled for Cover Band Central through Sunday right now. So I feel like I'm ahead of the game. I can just work on that and finishing up my editing of the book. And I'm going to be doing a club, uh, a Cover Band Central club exclusive uh, private membership group on Facebook. I've done something like this before, but this is going to be more of an intensive into the topics in the book will mm -hmm. cover one one chapter per week. I'll come in and do a live. So that's something I'm going to be releasing or launching hopefully next week, provided I get everything done this week for that. So um, I have other things. I got to go to the doctor tomorrow and other things to do, but hopefully uh, I can get all this done. That's that's my goal anyway. And then next week I have to go do the sleep study thing. I have to go actually go into the place and sleep overnight and yeah, yeah. 
monitor my hook up to the machines. Yeah. Hopefully your Which back might... is, is better by then. So you can actually sleep, oh, you know, I hope so too. It might just be the chair I'm sitting in. That's kind of causing me a little crick there or, or my bed. I need a new bed. Um, Sandy Long is in uh, South Georgia, I guess that is. Yeah. She's a singer. Welcome, Sandy, to the show. Hey, Thanks Sandy. Thanks for hanging out. Um, so how about you? How was your Halloween weekend? I saw pictures of you and, and your wife. Uh, you went to some roundabout thing on Bob. Yeah, yeah. I went to well, a couple things. So Friday night, I, I had a gig. I played out uh, outdoors at the Blue Arrow Farm, like Trunk or Treat. Which ended oh, up getting okay. canceled because the weather was, you know, it was calling for like torrential rains and it was going to be like disaster. Oh. Um, so when we got there, I thought for certain we would be inside, but they were set up for a wedding the next day inside the big barns. So they're like, you're you're outside in the pavilion, so they had all kinds of heaters lit, and you know, it was chilly, right? But you know, sound guy, PA, um. Got there early, had plenty of time to set up. It was nice. You know, we set up, we played, good turnout. Um, like I said, a little chilly, but it, it was good night, you know, all in all. Good, great sound, you know, it sounded really good. Uh, and then Saturday, then um, what did I do Saturday? I don't, I don't recall, but Sunday, yeah, Karen and I went out gallivanting, went to the Octagon House. Gallivanting, the Octagon House. That's right. Yeah, it's an octagonal house because when you have a house with eight sides to it, as opposed to four, like a rectangle or a square, you get um, that much percentage more of day of natural light in because oh. you have a panorama of sunlight from all areas. But then once you break it up into rooms, you have some rooms which are triangular because of just the layout. If you put square rooms inside, you know what I mean? But very cool. And then it, it was... The original house was an octagon. Then the guy who then, in, you know, the second owner then built a giant porch around the outside, cantilever roof, and put a second floor on it with like an observatory. And that's like the dome on the top. So it used to be like a single story octagon. And then they made it into this giant octagon house. But very cool. Really cool inside. Like a lot of old stuff. All the most interesting thing about it was that everything in the house was super ornate. Like all the doorknobs were like stamped brass with like medallions or flowers on them. And then each room had like theme. One room was like an Egyptian room. So they had like everything was like from Egypt, Egyptian marble and all kinds of hieroglyphs and stuff. And, you know, uh, they used to have these mummy opening parties there, you know, amongst the wealthy people, like back in the like the eight, <laughs> 17, 1800s. But and then archaeologists got wind of it and were like, you can't be doing that. Can't uh, be opening mummies here. Yeah, and then on the way back, we stopped at this other place, the Hermitage, who was on the way home. That, that place was built in 1752, and George Washington stayed there, and it was pretty cool. That sounds you know? familiar. It feels like I've been Yeah, it's, it's, in Bur it's in Bergen County. It's in Hohokus, so it's like right on Franklin Turnpike. Okay, because Terrytown, I've been to. Um, that's where the Octagon House was. Yeah, Terrytown. that's my, my grandmother used to live there, um, so I used to go there. Very um, cool. A lot of, a lot of historic, big grand summer homes as they called them along the hudson river you know all up and down the valley there right that's uh sleepy hollow territory that is yep the yep, legend we, of yes indeed um so yeah i made some rounds going out had some fun cool and then um that was it very cool 
All right, so let's get to today's topic, to today's topic. Um, I put up a post earlier in the group and asked this question and a lot of people answered and I have not seen them yet. So we're gonna take a look at them together. But the question is very simple. What is your biggest challenge as, as a musician in a working band? And lots of answers here. So you sure wanna just thing. you wanna just dive right in? What do you think? Yeah, just dive right in. Let's dive right into the answers. Okay. So we're gonna show it on the screen. So and biggest challenges you face playing in a working cover band. Playing in a working yeah, I didn't say cover band, but that should be understood. You know, it's cover band yeah. central after all. Come on now, right. All right, yeah. All right, so here we go. Let's take a look. <clears throat> what do you think of my profile picture, by the way? Check that out, huh? Yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Looks nothing like me. All right, so biggest challenge as a musician or work man. Greg Jones says, remembering all the tunes for the bands I play in. And that's something that I've experienced in the past, wherein I was playing in more than one band. There was a time when I was playing in like five bands or four, maybe. And... uh but I, I don't know. Ch remembering songs for me has never been that much of a challenge. But Justin Bryant came on board and said <clears throat> he has a secret weapon that he'll send. So that's one CBC member helping out another. We like that. But that does make sense too, though, Steve, because I remember back, you know, at times when I was playing in three or four or five different bands and they were such different genres that the songs didn't, it wasn't like you played in, you know, two or three cover bands and it was the same, you know, hundred songs all mishmash between them, you know, like they were, they were different genres of bands. So one band was a metal band. One band was like a rockabilly band. One band was like, you know, all over the place, like old blues and, and, you know, so to your point, playing the gigs, as long as it was, you know, the, the bands were kind of segregated that way, you know? So the songs, as long as we played them in rotation, it was easy to remember them. Right. Um, Jay Droback said food. So I don't understand how food is a challenge, but. Maybe decent, he's hungry while he's playing. Chris Bruce said decent pay. And that has been a challenge for a very long time for people. Uh, keep it. Mike Folk just said, keep it working to keep the band working, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that that's definitely a challenge. Obviously, it's been a challenge over the last year and a half with COVID and all that yeah. stuff. Um, but to keep the band working, active, gigging, certainly a challenge for many people. Uh, Tim Carlson said teaching the singer how to count to four. <laughs> that's the drummer's job, right? That's right. That's right. Teach the singer how to count. Yep. Uh, bandmates, Mark Marshall Sr. said, uh, definitely getting along with other people in the band is a challenge for a lot of people because it's uh, it's like a dysfunctional family many times and you have different personalities that sometimes clash. Yep. Egos. Uh, yep. Jared Huggins said, getting everyone together and finding enough good paying gigs. Getting everyone together is another one, especially as adults when we have full-time jobs and family obligations and, you know, Hey, can we get together Monday? No, I can't do Monday. Well, how about Tuesday? No, I can't do Tuesday. And then. So what I say to that is you pick two nights a month that you lock into and then you make it a commitment to do it. 
Because if you don't have an agenda and you don't, you know, it's a whole other subject, but we've talked about in the past. I think it was episode 82. We talked about practicing and having an agenda and being productive and efficient when you want to get stuff done. So I think if you map out the days ahead of time, you know, like I know that I'm not playing, I'm not rehearsing this week, but I'm rehearsing next week and the week after, you know what I mean? Okay. And, then, and then I have gigs the week after that, you know, and back to back. So, you know, I know I get it because everyone's busy and it's super hectic and, you know, but if you commit to it, like we pick our days of the month around Jimmy's travel schedule, you know, cause he'll be driving and traveling. So there'll be weeks when he's not in this part of the country, you know, he might be upstate New York, like out by Rochester or something. Okay. But that seems to work. You know, if you commit to it ahead of time, if you map it out and look ahead and say, Hey, I can, you know, can we do these dates, you know, and, and start there and that, that can be helpful. You know, then trying to corral everybody like, hey, what about next week? You know, everyone sits down and says, let's try to map out what days this month are you available to do it? Right. And generally, you want to have people be enthusiastic about that, too. And that helps yeah. to kind of get everything together. Facebook user is a drummer and says his challenges would be getting to the gig first, setting up first, claiming his spot on stage so everybody else can work around him. Yeah. And you, you as a drummer, I'm sure can relate always get there first first to arrive last to leave uh randy pender said unrealistic bar owners followed closely by unrealistic bar managers he would have to elaborate on that what does he mean by unrealistic i'm i'm assuming he means that bar owners are expecting a certain amount of people to be in, in attendance and randy is saying that that's not realistic that what they expect sounds like a good kind of interpretation of that um, that's what i'm thinking robert robert fattori uh says he'll need to write a book about it and people uh bill buck said diva management i can relate to that um <laughs> james bruno said with seven people trying to find dates we're all available for either uh a gigger practice, which we just kind of talked about. Yeah. Seven people in a band. That's tough. And Chris Reed says they have 10 in their band. So that's, that's a big challenge there. That's heavy scheduling for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is just general. Carl Hartman says keeping a band together is by far the hardest. So yeah. people leave, come and go. It's tough. Chris Reed has also said his memory is a challenge. Uh, this is one that comes up a lot. Lori Ganji or Gangi, Ganji, I'm going to say, says uh, getting venue owners to respond and or follow through. That's definitely a challenge for people. Mm -hmm. uh, and she also said having band members in multiple band, multiple bands, but only two people book gigs. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's tough with, with venue owners, especially nowadays, because the only way you're going to really be communicating is by phone or, or email and as opposed to just going to the club and talking to somebody. Um, so if, if somebody doesn't respond to an email, what do you do? Nothing you can do. No, cause it used to be, if you went to the club and caught the guy that was there on that day and he had his book, then you could sit with him and say, Hey, give me like the next four months, every six weeks, let's get some dates on the book, you know? Yes. And you have him cornered down where like when you, Oh, he's not there here right now, or he can't come to the phone or he's there, but he doesn't have his book with him, or he's too busy to talk to you right now. There you go. Booking. Right. It is man. It's it. That's the, that is the toughest part. It really is. 
Yeah, booking gigs. And once you get it, once you get a rapport, especially with certain club owners, yeah. then then you're in better shape. And then and then, and and once you prove yourself to that band or to that venue, then they're going to be happy to get out the book. And and usually a good time to do that when, in my experience anyway, has been the end of the night when, if you're getting paid there in cash or check or whatever, by the manager or the club owner, then then that's the time when you're done. And especially if you had a good night, you just say, hey. Can we lock in, you know, January? Can we lock in the next few months? Right. And if, if you've done well, they'll be very happy to accommodate you. So that's a good time, really, right after the gig. When, you, when you're done, if you've done well, hopefully you're not drunk. Yeah, if you're and the providing leader, that the guy that books the band is there. Yes. You know, because sometimes that's Roy, the manager, and he's only in on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know? Right. Type yeah. of thing. Yeah, and if you're the band leader and – you have to take care of business. I mean, I'm sure most people know this, but a lot of people drink at gigs. But if you're the band leader, end of the night, you definitely don't want to be drunk and going into, you know, the office yeah, to talk and, business. <laughs> to talk business and being like, blah, blah, blah. this place is great, man. Death player again. Like, did you see that chick? She took her shirt off. That uh, chick was my sister. <laughs> right. That's my daughter. <laughs> you're like oh, get out of here cool pack your shit and get out uh okay beat it beat it pal um that's a really good one antonio garza said playing music i didn't like or believe in that's a challenge that's a challenge for people it's never been a challenge for me because i i approach even if it's a song i don't listen to normally i'll approach it playing it differently and sometimes i'll find that it's fun to play a song that i didn't normally listen to because mm -hmm. it's a different perspective have you had that experience well where, where you having, have to... i'm having that experience right now of having to learn a whole bunch of songs that i didn't listen to right 72 of them to be exact oh my and goodness yeah that you know for the oc5 but that was it was good though you know i learned a, a bunch of tunes that i you know, some of them I knew I had heard before, you know, and, you know, wouldn't turn the channel if I heard it on the radio. I'd listen to it. But right. for the most part, you know, a lot of the tunes that they played, I had never heard before. So it was that was the challenge to learn them because you're learning them cold. Some of them were like cold learner, you know, like never heard that song before ever. Um, That's as tough. As, play, as far as playing music that you don't like, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you were in, a, you know. A, a cover band and they had a lot of uh, you know selections that were just bands you didn't like or you didn't like the songs for some reason it might be a struggle to get through but i mean usually in the cover band you're playing such a diverse selection of music maybe you know stuff gets old like you know like american girl i've probably played it a thousand times not even exaggerating that you know like it just played to death but every time i play it i like you were saying i try to bring a new perspective to it to be like hey you know if if I'm bored and playing the song, it's going to come across like I'm bored and playing the song. You know, if I'm excited about it and I'm into it, I'm laying down a good groove and I'm pushing and, you know, driving the band. That's my job. You know, then everyone's going to have a good time. So even go. the even the one thousand and one, you know, <laughs> rendition of it will still be just as, as good as the first ten. You know, right. That's the way to go. Jimmy Thunder said he'll play any song, even Mustang Sally. Yeah. Somebody asked for it. Sure. Um, I've never had a problem playing Mustang Sally. 
It's not actually fun no, to play. Me neither. It's fun for me. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Lack of virtuosity. Virtuosity. Okay. Okay. Perry Perry Bean. It's an interesting name. Uh, Gary said getting gigs, scheduling gigs. Said Mark. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He said he hates booking. Takes a bit out of the fun for him, but everything else is great after 50 years. There's no other challenges anymore. Um, <clears throat> I guess that's his job, but he still has to, he doesn't like doing it. I would, cause I'd say if there's something in your band that you don't like doing, let somebody else do it. Unless you're the only one that will do it. And like you said too, once you have like, you know, a half a dozen to a dozen places that you're regularly playing and you have a rapport with the owners, I mean, it becomes a lot easier. Like I, I know that with this band, you know, the one guy in the band books it, but he's friends with all the places that they play. And they probably play like a dozen different places, you know, and all these places are calling him to be like, hey, you know, I'm doing the schedule for next year. Give me a call so I can get you in, you know, on this. And the other thing, like you said, Steve, is when you have a rapport like that, you're the first call when they have a cancellation. Hey, sorry, can you right. guys play tomorrow? Can you play Saturday? I have a cancellation. You know, can you play this afternoon? You know, like that sort of thing, you know, right. and then they start I running actually, down the list. But that's a good thing to think about, too. You know, when you do well by the place and you, you know, you. You can't just show up to a gig, play, and leave. You know what I mean? You want to commiserate with the people. You want to meet the staff. You want to get to know you. You know, you want to talk to them, especially if your band does really well there and they remember you, you know, then they approach you and say, oh, man, your band was great last time you played here and we all couldn't wait for you to come back again. And, you know, the owner's going to be here that day because he wants to be here. You know, he wants to work on a day when you guys are going to be here and, you know, that sort of thing. And there's like a camaraderie and a friendship that becomes of that. And it's not so, you know, those are the, the places that are harder to find. But for some reason, like I said, with this band I'm playing in now, it's like all the places they play are like that. Like they're, they're like family friendly type of venues where it's not like, Oh, you only brought 20 people, you know, right. like it doesn't matter if you brought 20 or, you know, or 500, you know what I mean? It would, they would still, you know, give you the same money and they would still have the same appreciation and it would still be the same, you know, next time we'll see, you know, next time it wouldn't be, there's no pressures, you know? So I can understand what that one guy was saying about some places you play. It's like, Oh, you gotta, you know, like there's, <laughs> there's a few places that by me that will remain unnamed that are the same thing. Like the first thing is like, how many people are you bringing? And we only pay this much for, if you only bring this many people and you have to guarantee me this many people. And if you don't bring them, there's a penalty. It's like, dude, thanks man. Have a good day. Yeah, you know, we'll catch you the next <laughs> catch you next time when some other bands playing here and we come to visit. But we're People definitely not playing there. It's, it's craziness. Yeah, one of the challenges I don't know if it's coming up, but that I have faced with in many circumstances in bands is the volume of the band. You just stole my answer, Steve. You're too. You know, you you play one song or two song, and the manager comes up like, yeah, way God, too turn loud. Down, turn down. Yeah, turn down. Yeah. I mean, I, that's happened to me more times than I can count. Jiminy crickets. So it must be past four times. It must uh, be. But I'm sure everybody goes through that. It, especially if it's a, you know, you got a dinner audience or something. Like, you got to keep it down. Yeah, sometimes you got to play, like for, for, you know, for me, and if you're the drummer in the band, you might have to play with like bundle sticks or some sort of like non-stick apparatus to lower the volume, you know? 
Right. Because sometimes you play even with the, 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 the small stick in your bag and the lightest touch, and you're still trying to keep the intensity and drive the band. It's just impossible, you know? Right. Where you can grab a bundle stick and you can still play at like three quarter intensity and right. at like, a, you know, a third of the volume. There's right. just some places, like you said, you just, there, there's the way the rooms are. The band hasn't even played a note yet. And it's like, holy cow, man, this is going to be really loud, you yes. know? But and, you, the one thing is you want their vocals to be loud, though, because nine times out of ten, you drowned out the band drowns out the vocal. Right. And along those lines here, Keith Venatelli says running sound at the same time mm -hmm. for almost 29 years now in the same band. So 29 years, hopefully you got got it down to. A, yeah, he's probably pretty good at by this, at this point. But yeah, that happens quite often if you're playing in a, a bar band, pub band where yep. you're bringing your own PA. You don't have a sound, man. You're doing your sound. You're doing your own sound. You got to go out front and listen to it and and see how it sounds and tweak it as you go. Um, uh, Kevin Mercer said bandmates who aren't all on the same page. That's tough, too. If you have a band leader, which every band should, but some bands don't, believe it or not. Some bands don't have somebody who's who has the final say and that's a that's a big mess if you don't and if you have this situation like kevin has when when band members aren't all on the same page then decisions don't get made you know things things fall by the wayside or or you just you, you stall because somebody not everybody's going to like everything not everybody's going to agree so somebody right. has to make the final decision say this is the way it is we're playing this venue or we're doing this song we're doing it oh right. i don't like that song too bad we're doing it you know somebody has to be the heavy the heavy right. well you know what i'm not doing that song steve right i'm not playing mustang sally right uh but i would play it. scott sanderson's Sanderson said flaky people, which uh, could mean a lot of things. Could be. Uh, and kind of along the same lines, Jonathan Edwards said, motivating the rest of the lazy band. Mm -hmm. Dennis, who is an excellent drummer, one of the best around here anyway, he said getting equipment in and out, especially in hotel ballrooms. Dennis is uh, somebody I've worked with, uh, excellent drummer, and he played. Uh, he plays in a wedding band or a band that plays weddings and festivals mm -hmm. and things like that. And he also plays an Iron Maiden tribute band, which I saw a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, that's, and he's, you know, drummer. He's got the most gear. I can so relate. That's a, that's a challenge. Uh, Jimmy Thompson said, finding good songs everyone else isn't playing. And I see, this is a topic that comes up all the time. And I don't, it doesn't always matter like because you're you're in the whatever venue you you're in you're playing to the crowd that's there who cares what joe other band is playing down the street or across town it doesn't matter if they're playing the same song they're not here you're here and these people are here play to those people if they want to hear jesse's girl play to these people play jesse's girl so what if everybody else in town is playing it doesn't matter are these people here are they having fun are they dancing are they drinking do they like the band it's all that matters that's it. That's it. Here and now. That's right. Here and now. Not Just like Luther Bandrews. Uh, Facebook user, these people, 
that are uh, commenting where it says Facebook user are in the Cover Band Central group. And you can click on the link in the uh, description there that lets stream or show your name so we know who you are. But anyway, Facebook user said, what about selling band promos, selling of t-shirts and or CDs at the gigs? Is this a problem? Who gets the cash? Again, kind of a leadership issue. Who's running the show? Who's who's in charge? Depends how the band is set up too. You know, if it's equal and there's five people in the band and everyone split the cost of the t-shirts five ways, then you know the profit gets split five ways. If one guy's you know in charge of merch and he's laying out all the money and he's designing it and getting them made and he's selling them at the show, then you know why would he be sharing that money with the band if he's doing it all himself? Right. You know. Right. Agreed. Jimmy Thunders said he played a multi-band gig and he heard beer drinkers and Hellraisers four times in the same day. Mm -hmm. Probably by four different bands, unless some band played it twice. Right. Which is possible. Potentially. Or maybe maybe some band played it three times. and <laughs> Maybe the room changed over a couple of times and they just played the same set. Maybe. It's possible. Could be. No, anything's possible, Steve. That is true. Uh, Robert Heindel. He said what to do on his off days when everyone is at work. And Robert plays in a band called Chicken on the Bone down here in New Orleans. And they mm -hmm. keep busy. Robert is a go-getter. He's a, he a hard worker. They went, When COVID hit, he just figured, all right, let's book uh, places that are not closed. You know, So they've been traveling to Texas and Mississippi to do their thing. That They right, are right. one of the harder working bands down here. And they're very good. Uh Garage Mahalix said scheduling practice. Todd Shelley doesn't like to drive, said driving. Not a fan anymore. Sometimes driving is uh, a thing you got to do, sometimes long distances. Volume control, Mark said we, we touched on that. Uh, Chris Scroggin said remembering new song lyrics. He's still fighting using a tablet for lyrics, but it's coming soon. And that that discussion we've talked about it before. <laughs> yeah, that's right up that there discussion. with cargo shorts and sandals. Yeah, um, comes up. I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but you definitely do want to learn the words, the songs, uh, so you don't have to read them. Uh, Grace and Blair. I'm sorry, guys. I was just say I think it's harder to read lyrics off of a tablet than to have them memorized, you know? I mean, I can understand having to do it, but I know for myself, like when I'm learning a new song and I have to read it a couple of times, it's hard. Hmm. Once I have it committed to memory, it's much easier to sing and play, you know? I agree. I've had to do both, and I agree with that statement. I've had to, because uh, I do find myself if... if That's right. Yeah, if I'm reading... You know, then I'm not focused on what my performance and mm -hmm. the crowd and and all that, and that's uh, right. Once you have it memorized, you can really commingle the two, right? You can focus on playing your instrument, and you can also focus on how you're singing it and your phrasing, and you know, you can really pay attention because you're not reading what the next line is. Right. Uh, Grace and Blair said, "Dealing with hearing loss, many of us at this age." Mm -hmm. definitely help uh definitely um have that issue and earplugs are the way to go or in your monitors so you can adjust your volume in ears accordingly they are um uh john simmer said aging loss of strength and coordination 
I'm feeling you on the aging thing, John. I was saying before, I, I got a pain, like a nerve pain in my leg or something. I don't know what's going on. I'm just like a, a machine that's falling apart. Wear and tear on the old <laughs> machinery here. I'm driving around a 73 Chevy with rust on the. There you go. All over. Uh, Danny Lynch song, song choices. We, Tony and I have talked about this a lot. Um, uh, I think we should revisit this sometime soon too. Song choices. I think it's really the number one thing that makes or breaks your band. I got some great input on that too. Uh, you want to share? Well, if you'd like to take up some time now, sure. Why not? Sure. So go ahead. when Bring I first, on. when I first joined the, the OC five a year mm -hmm. ago, Right. And we played. Was it only games. a year ago? Wow. Okay. It was the first gig I played with them was August of, of 2020. It feels like right after COVID. But... Well, I had joined earlier on, but then as soon as COVID hit, everything kind of put, the, you know, went on hold. And then yeah. once COVID started clearing out and they had these gigs booked, then he was like, dude, we got to pick it up. And it gave me plenty of time to learn the songs, which was great. But in the beginning, you and I were going through the set list and we were. Yes. Kind of chuck chuckling about the songs that they pick. Like, what? Wow, what are you kidding me? Like, what cover band would play that song? And that's ridiculous. Yes. Like, that this song is ridiculous too. Like, what? What are these guys thinking? Like, you know, with all this nonsense, you know. And I got to yes. tell you, so now that we've I've probably played twenty gigs with them, the I every single gig, and I kid you not, dude. Uh, God's my witness. Every single gig at least two to three to four people come up to me or the other guy in the band, but personally, and will say, I can't believe you guys played those songs. I've never heard a band play that song. You guys have the best set list out of any band. We're definitely coming back to see you guys again. When's the next time you're playing? Like the band is really good, but the songs that they play are songs that everybody knows, but that no cover bands play that are great, really good songs. And in the beginning, when I was first thought, I'm like, this is definitely not the standard cover band fare. You know what I mean? Like they might play petty, but they'll play like you wreck me. Right. Or, you know, uh, and, and the, the, or then they do steely Dan, you know, don't right. take me alive. Kid Charlemagne. Like I've never seen band cover band, do that song either right. one of those songs you know and so that was interesting to me in the beginning you know that you know the, the you know i'll be there by the spinners you know like they they're such an eclectic mix of songs but people this is one thing i can attest to is that the people go absolutely crazy over that set list and i'll bring a couple of set lists for next time when we're talking and running okay through some of the songs but it was just interesting to me because they don't play any standard cover band fare zero not one song on their set list so no don't song. stop believing no stop believing nope don't no wow nope. okay like name no. a couple songs name name a few and i'll tell you like yeah, sweet yes, home right. alabama nope uh summer of 69 nope but we'll do run to you oh that's a great song it's my favorite mm -hmm. Brian Adams song. yep um uh yeah i think he you know what I mean? Much. You'll pick it like, 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 just like that. You'll come up with an artist and be like, "Oh, what about this?" And you'd be like, "No, but we do that." Right. You know, like they'll do certain songs by, you know, certain bands that are not the normal song that you would hear done by that band. And right. I, and at least once every gig, 
somebody comes up like hands in the air, like, oh, my God, with their phone <laughs> recording, you know what I mean? And just the the whole song, dancing and watching it. And, at, you know, at the at the break, come up to you and be like, I can't. That's my favorite song. I can't believe you guys played that song. Nobody plays that song, hmm. you know? That's so cool. That, that's really cool. So I will. That is something that, that people are proud of and, and as you should be. Yeah. And um, I didn't expect it. Put it that way, you know, with such an eclectic mix of tunes. Robert Smith said trying to stay alive on the money. Uh, yeah, it's tough to to yeah. just have, you know, as your sole source of income uh, uh, playing in a band. It can be done. You know, I, I did it for the last 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, trying to stay alive. It's easy to stay alive. Yeah, you want to you want to try to thrive, not just survive. Right. You know, so I think not what he's saying is it's hard trying to survive just on a couple gigs. You know, right. depends where he's from too. I mean, don't forget, Steve. You know, it's see where is he from? He's in Yucca Valley, California. Yeah, so I don't know if he how many nights a week he's playing. You know, that's true. Uh, Newland W. Burton the second said getting band members to be serious and practice. Yeah. Mm. You can't make it. You can't make somebody else learn something right. or practice. You can't make them do it. They have to be motivated on their own to do it. And you kind of know that uh, after a while from working with somebody, whether they are that kind of person, are they self-motivating right? Or, or are they lazy and don't practice? Uh all right, I'm not reading that. James. And it'll reach a point too, Steve, where if they're not practicing, Dead. they're not going to be able to stay in the band, you know? James Murphy, I had COVID over the summer, so this is a you know a dumb thing to say. Um, anyway. John Rom Romanelli said schlepping gear. Yeah. Got a little Yiddish on us, but yeah, it's, uh, especially as we get older, it's a little, you know, Things seem to get heavier. <laughs> I always think when I'm loading in, Steve, I should have played harmonica. Yeah, right. Well, harmonica, yeah. You, you have a little case, and that's it. Yeah. And a, a microphone, a maybe. attache and a mic. Mic stand. You're good. Right. Uh, Bridget said, uh, trying to get the roadies to do what I tell them to do when I tell them to. Bridget, you should be thanking your lucky stars that you have roadies. Unless she's just kidding. She might be kidding. I don't know. But she didn't like, put you know, a little... As you're loading your gear, damn roadie called in sick again tonight. If she's kidding, she put a, should have put a little winky face. Yeah. Well, maybe she's serious and the roadies are not listening to her. Well, then get better roadies. Or speak more nicely to them. Yeah. Be Perhaps. kinder. Pay, pay your roadies right. better. Right. Uh, Jim said holding it together. We could kind of all relate to that, I think. Mm -hmm. Just holding it together, man. Just on the, living on planet Earth. Uh, uh, but remember, Steve, we were meant to be triumphant in our lives. Okay, that's what's in our souls and our spirits. So when we I get agree. downtrodden and we're, you know, all bummed out about things. We got to remember that. You know, don't sell yourself short. Agreed. You know, we're not meant to merely just exist here. We're meant to be successful and thrive and be happy and, you know, dominate. Right. Uh, Chris Hellings said, dealing with venues who think they deserve the Rolling Stones playing there or something. They mm -hmm. barely make ends meet selling booze to a handful of locals, but now they want to know if we can bring 45 of our own people. 
you know, of course not, they want to know that. <laughs> yeah. But, and that's just not the right attitude. If you're going to have, if you're going to be playing someplace, you, you have to do your own promoting, getting people there and you can't rely on the, the venue to do it. Of course they should be promoting the gig. Of course they should advertise and blah, 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 but not everybody does. And you know, you, you, it's your job. You're, you're the one that's coming there. They're there all the time. You're only there once in a while. So to you have, for you to have an opinion of how they run their business, it's, it's not the right way to look at it. It's, you know, mind your, your own business. Don't worry about them. Uh, and on the flip side, we love it. Edward Sparks said it for me, it's a labor of love. Getting gigs and playing music is the easy part. Promotion and keeping our name out there is a daily job. But again, I love it. See, Edward Sparks, those are the kind of... He's got the spark right there, Eddie. And not only did he do that, but he put a link into his his uh, his page of his, of his thing, which See is that? called Sparks and McCoy. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. Patrick Zifo said babysitting. And I'm not sure if he's referring to members of the band or actually... <laughs> <laughs> People, children at home so he can gig <laughs> or, or yes kids at home <laughs> yes. finding a good babysitter right maybe is what he's saying or babysitting i think he means know, babysitting the rest of his bandmates the, the rest of the band okay um song selection we kind of covered that already uh mike leonard said getting women to pay attention to the bass player <laughs> i've never had that problem <laughs> yeah. me neither because i'm not a bass player uh, right. Uh, Jeremy Rodriguez said he, I live in gig in Las Vegas. The biggest challenge for me is how different the sound is on each stage. Some are in ears only ears with a wedge, just wedge. I play bass and I sing. So I'm always happy, having to find the right combination in my amp monitor, amp slash monitor. I have it pretty much down, but that's tough to sing for him. Yeah. Each venue is different. Each stage sound setup is different. Even yeah. if you're playing in the same venue night after night, it's different. Yeah. It's just the energy in the room. But like how you many said, it's challenging just with the monitor situation, you know? In-ears yeah. one night, wedge the next. You know, you're going to definitely play and sing differently when you have in-ears in than you will if you're going through a wedge. Right. Uh, Jim Hans said simply finding a working band. Mm. Uh, and again, that's probably, you know, that where is he from? Um, and I doubt this is this person's real name. Go feck yourself. It might be. Go feck yourself, Nasir. Says my health. And okay. uh, that was three minutes ago. So that's all the responses we have. And that can be challenging, Steve, because if you don't have your health, you don't have much. You know, right. as you know, I, when, when I, you're knocked on your ass and you're sick or something's wrong with you, 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 you know. Everything else ceases to, to, to have any priority or, or your ability to do anything is hindered in such a way that, you know, we always take it for granted, but you can't take your health for granted. That's for sure. Absolutely. I did uh, have quite an experience this year. Yeah. Uh, Jamie is in Wichita, Kansas. Just checking in. What's up, Jamie? Thanks for showing up. Nice car, Jamie. Like it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So challenging times come all the time when you're playing in a band, challenging circumstances come all the time but that's part of the deal that's just part, part of, of life, life man exactly part of life. <laughs> look at that wisdom spoken no truer than that that's right. 
What? That's right. What What would be interesting about life if there were no challenges, right? Correct. And, and you know, if you really view challenges, they always make you better. They make you stronger. They make you change your perspective on things, you know, because you have no choice but to do that, right? Because it's constant change, constant challenge, constant things that test you. And you can either choose to be annoyed and aggravated by them and respond in that way, or you can choose to be amused and say, maybe I can look at this a different way or how can I change the situation? And if I can't change the situation, then maybe I need to change the situation for myself. You know, if you're in a band and you're the only guy that has any type of, you know, dedication and motivation and ability and you're the best guy in the band and no one else is showing an interest, you know, you, you might want to move on, you know? You might. Instead of trying to get those bad news bears whipped into shape, you know? Hmm. It just might not happen. Yes. Do what's best for you and, uh, and, and embrace the challenges as they yes. come. Expect them and embrace them knowing that that is part of your growth. And uh, that's you're, you're uh, gonna come if you if you hit it head on, and you don't back down to that challenge, you're gonna come out the other side a stronger person, a bigger person, a better person, and a more learned person. Going to be I've had yeah, I've had many over the last week just just trying to do these reels thing. I had to <laughs> like I had to find the right app on my phone. What what are you laughing? No, because you're right. It's it, it like you got to do the reels, and you're like, oh, I got to find the app. I got to figure oh, the this app. Out. I, I have to figure out. Can't, yeah, but but again, if you look at, it, you're like, oh man, I got to figure all this stuff out. No, you want to look at it and be like, this is going to be huge. I can't wait to do this. It's gonna be so much fun. Yes, let's get started. You know. Yeah, and that attitude. I mean, listen, if you ask me to do something, I'm like, oh, dude, I got to do this thing and I've got to download a bunch of stuff and figure out how to get a thing together and set up a camera. Or if I'm like, dude, I got this idea. You're going to love it. We're going to get this app. I mean, that's the easy part, right? But we're going to set up this whole, this thing and we're going right. to do skits and we're going to come up with creative content. Right. Like, I want to work with that guy. Yeah. So yeah. If, I only, think... so if you're doing it by yourself, <laughs> right, do you want to work with the guy who's like this or the guy who's like, yeah, let's do it? Right. Your and inner I'm doing dialogue, it, right? Uh, right. I'm doing it by myself. Right. And I'm doing it by myself. So I've, I've noticed all these challenges and I've had to plow through. I mean, I've had many in the last week do like do just doing that michael myers video i i hit so many obstacles trying to get done what i wanted to get done yeah and 30 seconds the, probably spent like five hours on it you know yeah i mean not five hours but but it was yeah. like three or four hours yeah. and the same thing with the rock and roll thing i mean i didn't sleep last night and, and i was it wasn't because of that it was because i'm having this nerve pain whatever but uh, as I was not sleeping, I'm like, <laughs> you couldn't sleep because you needed to figure out the intro to rock and roll. So you got no, up I out need... your bed and figured it out. And then you made a, a reel about it. I like it. I, I, I knew. Motivation. I knew. Yes. But it, it took a long time for me to do, to get all that together, like how to figure out how to put the track in there and how to line up the, the metronome with it and right. stuff and and visually. Yep. Yeah. So it, that was, uh, so embrace your challenges, people blow past them don't give up ever and know that uh you know you, you'll come out stronger on the other side coverbandcentral.com is where you can go sign up for a profile for you your band or both it is free and that is where everybody uh likes to hang out and do stuff and we have a ton of content on there and uh it's just growing bigger and bigger every day ed's in new york thanks for joining us ed coming in at the end of the show but you can go back and watch the replay all the replays are available by the way on youtube 
the link is in the description sign up or uh, subscribe to the youtube channel there go to that youtube channel and just click that link to subscribe and then you'll get notified when we're live and you'll be able to go back and see all the other old shows and all that cool stuff uh there it is um and remember the greatness is within you unleash it excellent well said thank you guys for watching hang out be um be good to each other be good to yourselves and we'll see you next week It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.